0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, it's time for the podcaster patrons. I'm, I'm not trying to be the apple of your eye, but if I could be the apple of your closed eyes, uh, uh, the apple a day, who bring the apple who brings the lulls today in a sleepy way because of you, your support. That's how I do it. It's time for sleep with me. Thank you so much, uh, the podcast uh, that's here to put you to sleep, patrons. Thanks. Hey, everybody, this is uh, Drew. This episode was recorded a little while ago. So I just wanted to let you know this podcast is here so you can feel less alone day or night. We're going to keep coming out Sunday and Wednesday nights as usual. But if you need more help, you know, reach out for help. I have a list of resources in the show notes if you're looking for more help uh, in this current time uh, because I'm here to try to support you with that. Thanks. Uh, Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing? Trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is uh, get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, you know, you're thinking about things on your mind. Uh, past present or future physical sensations uh, anything you're experiencing physically or anything that's coming up for you emotionally so any feelings or thoughts uh, or changes or just disru- you know holy disruptions i don't know if i've ever said that before but i mean that is something that keeps you see. well that's disruptive uh I don't want to make it about me too early, but maybe I'll tell you something that's been disrupting my sleep. That would be an example of when you would turn to the podcast. Uh, in my case, I don't do necessarily do that. But so whatever is keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. And what I'm going to do is I got this a safe place to set aside for you here. And you could drift your way over here or I could send it across the deep, dark night. And I send my voice across the deep, dark night too. I use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, you know, like a dock in a, you know, in, you know, like a, like with gentle waves, creaking like a dock. No one's ever said that before. How come that's never been in a song before? Like, uh, say, oh yeah, that was a classic actually. Was that a, like a bluegrass song creaking and creaking at the dock? Uh, it was one of my favorites. You see, who sang that one, Nickel Punch or somebody else? And you say, Nickel Punch? I never heard of that group. And they say, well, look it up. Uh, in the, in the, Im- Ima- Imaginify, the new imaginary streaming service. Uh, you see, is it anything like sitting on the dock of the bay? And they say, no, because you're not so much sitting. You're being rocked gently. Which is somewhat what I'm trying to accomplish is a creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, with my pointless meanders and my superfluous tangents. Hopefully I'll remember that I was talking about that creaking at the dock of the bay. But so if you're new, a couple of things, because this show is very different than every podcast out there, or most podcasts out there, different than most other sleep solutions or sleep shows. And so it might it might be much different than what you expected. So I want to, one, acknowledge that. It, it's totally normal when you first listen to the show to be doubtful or skeptical or make, you know, Sour Patch kid's face. Uh, but whatever, you know, or, or you know, to, to just say, I don't know if I like this. Totally natural. That's a normal reaction to the show. So let me give you some information. So this show's different. One of the things that's different about it is, I mean, other than creaky dulcet tones and pointless meanders and, you know, my strange sense of near humor or almost humor is, uh, what are the, oh, well, it's a podcast you don't need to listen to. So that's the other thing. It's a kind of podcast you kind of barely listen to. So especially if you're new, if you pay too close attention trying to figure out what I'm up to, you'll realize, uh. It won't work. You, you kind of get a look like if you were like, let's just say you're going to watch somebody organize their cabinets. Uh, but they weren't narrating it. You're like usually on an organization show, they'll narrate what they're doing. And let's say they were organizing their cabinets, but they're not a, like they have no organizational skills. And they're, they're like, they don't have spatial relations or anything. And also, while they're doing it, they kind of forget what they're doing. So they're just kind of moving stuff around in their cabinets. And you, if you maybe you were planning, you're saying, well, I'd love to, or like, I want to figure out how they organize their cabinets so I can organize mine. And you were watching it, paying attention. It would be probably a frustrating experience because you say, well, that person just took the beans, put them in the back of the lower shelf, uh, Then moved around some spices to all three shelves. Then took the beans out again, put them on the second shelf. Then put everything on the counter again. I don't know what they're doing. Like, I don't know if they know what they're doing. I'd say, well, that's me. You got it. Uh, That's the podcast in a nutshell. So kind of listen loosely or barely at all if you can. But the other thing is it takes two or three tries to get used to the show. And that's just what most regular listeners say. So give it a couple of tries and just kind of see how it goes. There's no pressure to like me or the show. And unfortunately, there's no guarantee it'll work for you, but I really hope it does. And here's the other secret. This is the one sleep podcast. Uh, I mean, I've been doing this for a while, but it doesn't really put you to sleep. It keeps you company while you fall asleep. So I'm here to take your mind off of stuff and be your boyfriend, your boy bay, your boy cuz, your boar sibling your boar bestie, borbra uh, and just be at your bedside or, you know, talking to you across the room or across the internet uh, to, as you drift off. So those are two, two or three things. The other thing is the structure of the show can definitely throw new people off. Uh, so show starts off with a greeting. Hello, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends beyond the binary. Uh, then there's business that say we're able to bring you this twice a week. Then there's an intro. And the intro, so the the greeting in the business probably takes, I don't know, what, four or six minutes or something. Uh, Oh, yeah. And then we have, like, the credits and stuff like that. And then, so from around minute eight to a minute 20 uh, plus is the intro. And that can definitely throw people off because you say, well, isn't an intro, isn't the definition of intro to introduce something and the subtext of that me saying you know isn't the definition of an intro subtextually what i'm saying is your intro is too long and doesn't get to the point it's not efficient and i'd say you're right about that uh uh because yeah ours is not efficient and it doesn't get to the point it does kind of introduce the show and it gives you an idea what to expect uh, like that uh, you know you're goofing around and never getting anywhere you know, just, you see, like, if someone, if my Nana was there while I was organizing that imaginary cabinet, she'd say, what are you, what are you doing? You're just moving stuff around in that cabinet. And they say, well, Nana, you said I had to work on organizing the cabinet for two hours. So, yeah, more, more like, uh, I guess I'm being, you know, I'm passively uh, moving stuff around in the cabinet. You're right, Nana, I am moving, just moving stuff around in the cabinet. As a matter of fact, I didn't even realize it because I was enjoying it so much. Uh, I kind of got into a zone and it was very soothing until you pointed out that, uh, I'm not really organizing it. I'm just moving stuff around, waiting. I'm waiting for the organization to come to me, Nana. Oh, Nana walked off. Well, that's good. She I thought she was going to, you know, S-H-A-M-E me or more, but I'm really enjoying just moving like, uh, like uh, the feelings of these things in my hands as I move them, you know, the paper, the cans, the bags, the heady scent of uh, every, you know, cabinet uh, spices and uh, uh, you know all those things. It's nice, yeah. The uh, the touch of contact paper against my fingertips is like uh, it's uh, it's uh, you know it's it's something. Oh, but I was trying to explain why the intro is so long. So the reason the intro is kind of long and winding is, uh, one, it's just like it's just what it's just what worked. Uh, but it, the reason it works is because I don't I don't see my. For most of us, it's not efficient to go to bed right. We need a, a time to wind down, and slowly get there. And so the intro, whether you start it before you get into bed or right when you get into bed, it gives you time to unwind and let the day drift away. Just like you're sitting on a creaky dock, dock, the creaky dock on the side of the bay. You, I mean, most people, like common sense, would say, "What are you going to do? Go sit on a creaky dock for?" And do, you're not going to. You're just going to sit there. You say, "Well, I, you know, I may imagine myself fishing or something." But yeah, no, I'm just going to go sit. It's a well-made dock, so it's creaky, but it's not crickety or whatever. I don't think that's a word. Well, it probably is if you're very, if you're very much like a cricket, you're crickety. Sounds like you're saying it in the way like you're too bossy, like you explain know, splainer, like Jiminy Cricket. Maybe, but it, like, so yeah, that's, you, see, you mostly just sit on a creaky dock uh, for the enjoyment of the way, w- motions and the creaking. But if you were like trying to like solve math problems, it probably wouldn't be the best place. You'd say, well, this is irritating. I'm rocking and creaking. I can't focus on these uh you know, with these complicated math problems, you say, yeah, you'd probably do that inside where it's quiet. So that's kind of what the intro is like. We're, we're just, I don't know if it, but so most listeners either start the intro before they get into bed or once they're in bed. And some of some of those listeners fall asleep during the intro. 2% of listeners just skip the intro, skip ahead to 20 minutes and just start the show there. So as you get used to listening to the podcast, you can kind of see how it goes and see what you think and see what works for you and then adjust from there. Uh, Then after the intro will be some business, and then after that, it'll be a bedtime story. It'll be kind of a random visit from uh, one of the more popular people from the Kuzak family, their designer, imaginary designers. I mean, they use their imagination to design things within my imagination. So they'll be on, and then we have some thank yous at the end of the show. So this is structure of the show. Uh, yeah, it doesn't work for everybody. The reason why I make the show is because you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a place where you can relax and unwind. And you deserve a nighttime routine, or if you're a second or third shift person, a, a bedtime routine free of rigmarole or pressure, internal or external, that, that we're all familiar with, all of us that can't sleep or wake up or whatever it is. And I think your world will be a better place if you get a little bit of rest and then consistently get more rest, and that'll reflect itself in, in the rest of the world. Your Your world will be nicer. Maybe you could soon be in a place where you could flourish, and that'll be better for everybody. It'll be nice for you. You deserve something nice. I mean, really. So that's why I make the show. And I mean, the flip side of that is because I understand the other side of it. I've been there and I know how it feels. And I don't like I don't want that for you. So that's why I make the show. And I think that's really it. It's like, I'm really glad you're here. Give it a few tries, like most listeners say. See how it goes. Uh, You don't have to like the show. There's no pressure at all to do that. Just see how it goes. And then if it doesn't, you can check out com slash no thank you. Or there's more and more sleep podcasts popping up every day. So you could check some of those out or the empty bowl. So yeah, there's options out there, but I'm really glad you're here. I really hope I can help you fall asleep. I work very hard and I yearn and I strive to do that. I appreciate you coming by. And for you regular listeners, here's uh, here's some of the ways we're able to bring you this podcast for free. Thanks. Uh, all right, hey everybody, it's uh, Scoots here, and I'm you know about to have a special guest on to uh, talk about a new line of uh, ma- a new imaginary fashion line they're about to launch. Uh, but I wanted to set it up for you. You know, this is a theme. I did one other episode about this. I don't know if you you've probably have heard this. I'm talking to you in the past. You're in my future. And it's a theme around something universal we're all sharing or we've all shared in one point or another in our lives. Most people, not everybody, but if you haven't shared it, you could probably put yourself, you could easily empathize or put yourself in the the suit of someone who's been through this. And that's the idea of losing your bathing suit or swimsuit, as some people call them or swim trunks or whatever so, uh bikinis there's other there's thousands of words for i mean maybe there's not thousands of words for them in a mer, mer-, mer world they'd say oh yeah we have thousands of words for uh, well, i guess they wouldn't cuz say yeah we call it uh, we call it our bodies we just we don't wear swimsuits but maybe they do if they did they actually, everything they wear, they'd, they'd have, they would have thousands of words technically for suits, clothing you swim in because of their socks would be swims You know, they'd be, they live underneath the water, right? And they, they, they move by swimming instead of walking. And so even they'd say, well, we call those uh, socks, uh, but they're technically a swimsuit. That's what I meant when I said we have thousands of words, actually hundreds of thousands of words, uh. For swimsuits down here and you'd say, okay, I guess, uh, I understand what you're saying. It wasn't quite as, uh, I guess I like took it on a meander that DL, it was eloquent when you first said it. And then I kind of, uh, teased at it in a way, not tease, a teasing way, like a picking at it to understand it better. So your uh, undergarments, you'd say, well, that's a swimsuit. And you see, they'd say, well, kind of. it's about what you wear under your swimsuits. Was there a point in the history of your mer world that you were uh, just, just like? Do you have some sort of a universal mer mer, mer myth? myth? Uh, like, did you used to swim un- unclothed, like we humans? Uh, the rumor is we humans we once frolicked. Uh, uh, also, there was. When, do you know anybody that lives in a pineapple under the sea? Uh, or do you have you ever vi- do you have the have you visited an octopus's garden? Yep. Hello? Oh, I lost some merpeople. I didn't get the chance to find out about their mer Looks like this shell phone has been disconnected. Because I was just curious, I was going to ask that the representative of the merpeople, you know, were they once frolicking as we once imagined, you know, good old Adam and Eve running around, uh, I don't. I don't spend my time imagining that. Just in case you're wondering, but you know, uh, never. Yeah, you're right. We should just move on uh, because. Uh, but that was just something I was thinking about right when I started talking about swimsuits. But we live in a time right now where we're recording this, where I thought an empowering term would be. You know, when you feel like saying this, you say, "I feel like I'm losing my swimsuit or my bathing suit." Uh, at different points during the day, I feel that way, but it's not as, uh, it's in the gray area, right? Because when you lose your swimsuit, as I talked about in the other episode, it's, uh, not exactly the best thing, but not the worst thing either, but it comes with a lot of distinct feelings. Uh, and so that's what I mean. And, and what I found during uh, talking to people is that a lot of, uh, a lot of people have lost their swimsuit at an inopportune time. And most other people understand it because it happens in movies, or you've seen someone lose their swimsuit, and you say, "Wow, that was uh, that was an emotional journey you went on with the losing of the swimsuit." Because uh, normally it does happen. I didn't th- did I talk about this at the other episode? Like, uh, it does happen in a very emotional journey thing because you never expect to lose your swimsuit. If you've expected it, it's not you're not technically losing it. You're you're dis- you know you're you know, you're shedding your swimsuit, which is different. Uh, so it's always unexpected. Most of the time, you know, you're very vulnerable when you're wearing a swimsuit, obviously. And you you feel vulnerable because you're more closer to like things you think about, right? And then a lot of times you're frolicking. I mean, you could use other terms, but most of the time when you're in a swimsuit or you could be chilling. Though I haven't thought of many times where you have lo- lose your swimsuit when you're just chilling. So, yeah, that's quite an emotional journey. I mean, that's probably like every emotion. Those are different emotional journeys my brain tells me about at bedtime. It says, Oh boy, we can't frolic now. How could, what are you thinking going frolicking, man? Like that's, and I say, Wait a second, is this just your, my swimsuit talking? And my brain says, What do you mean swimsuits don't talk? And I say, Well, more, I was using it in a metaphoric way. Like when I are lo- you just, you just never recovered from that time we, ima- you, that you imagine we lost our swimsuit, huh? And my brain's saying, well, that's a representative moment. I don't want to get, and I say, okay, I respect that. You don't want to get into it, but you could say that's a representative moment that people could relate to. Could you say that? Maybe I should call the mer people. Uh, yeah, it's probably not that they're not taking my calls. I've been dialing it the whole time I've been talking on this, uh, I don't know if this is a conch or uh I I don't know. I, I put four sand dollars in there. So anyway, so that's the theme of episodes. This is the second one about, it's okay if you feel like you're losing your swimsuit. It's not as a you know, it's it's a it's a universal feeling. And you could say that and you could say, wow, today I feel like I lost my swimsuit the whole day. Yeah. And i could say i understand i know i i i can i know I may not know exactly how you're feeling, but i i understand uh the, the, like i said that's that's quite a journey you go on when you do that uh so if you're experiencing something like that i i really feel for you. Uh, But so when I thought about this, then immediately the Kuzaks called and Reginald was the first one who said, well, my sister's been I haven't been on in a while. And I said, well, technically, you helped me with the last one. And Reginald said, well, you know, my family's been working on a new line of swimsuits. And uh, like we want to launch them. So they wanted to do an episode. And I said, "Okay, now you might not know who the Kuzaks are. And for some reason, my brain always uh, like fogs up like uh with uh, so there's a family of designers and uh brilliance i mean i'm not even not using it in sarcastic way that got a hold of me the kuzaks say, i forget like uh the not now not Joan or john kuzak uh or any of the Rand, maybe Randy kuzak was one of them. Uh, but they said, yeah, we're, we're I, so I don't know if they're related to any of those famous Kuzaks." I mean, holy cow, if they're related to Randy Kuzak, I'd say, who's Randy Kuzak again? Oh, okay. So you're related to that Kuzak. What about John or Joan? You say you're doing, like, you, then it makes me think of the Gyllenhaals. Are you related to either of the Gyllenhaals, uh? you know that would be a really hard word to spell if if it wasn't you know if if i hadn't seen it in you know bright lights uh who's my favorite jingle hall I, I don't think i have one probably maggie but but not only because uh you know because get get feelings but you know I, jake is great too uh but so Oh, then, oh, I was also, these are questions I won't ask Reginald, but it does make me wonder. One, do you know the Kuzaks? I think Reginald's rolling Reginald's eyes right now. Also, on the Gyllenhaal question. Also, I would ask, so I'm just getting these questions out of the way so that Reginald doesn't feel, just to get them out of my brain, I guess. Uh, if you had to choose between the. the um, What is it? Do you do the do you listen to the Bacon Brothers uh, or the Bridges? I think the Bridges were in the Fabulous Baker Boys. So I don't know if Bo Bridges and and uh, and Jeff have a band or not. I would assume they do or at different times they do. Who do you think's closer, uh, Bo and Jeff Bridges or, uh, Kevin Bacon and the other Bacon boys, Bo Bacon. That's my, f- you see, what's your favorite bacon scoots? I say, well, you already know that it's Bo Bacon. And you see, is it? No, it's B O. It may, may, might be B O W. Bo Bacon, not B E A U. Bacon. That's B E A U. Bridges, Bo Bridges, uh, so I don't know if any Reginald or any of the other Kuzaks. they say, well, when I kick back, I listen to, first I listen to some Baker Boys and then the Bridges, you know, what would the Bridges band be? Because if they're already in that movie, Fabulous Baker Boys, uh, Bridges Over Troubled Waters, that's what we could use right now. If any Bridges are listening to this, uh also, that makes me think. Another one of my favorite bridges is Todd Bridges. Uh, maybe they could get what other bridges are there? How many bridges could we get? They could have a benefit: bridges over troubled waters, all uh, along with the, also featuring Bo, Bo Bacon and the fabulous Bacon Boys, Bacon Brothers. I know that's what it's called bo bacon i can't get bo bacon out of my you know i got bo bacon on my mind who would you like to meet on a bridge over troubled waters Scooch? well maggie maggie gyllenhaal if not then probably bo bacon Scooch, do you know and i say well maybe that'd be one of my new imaginary friends then bo bacon how many times could i say bo bacon in a podcast i don't know i'd have to i, I had it if you look at my brainstorming notes uh Somewhere in there, it does say Bo Bacon or the Bacon Brothers, like, question mark. Could that be an episode? Okay, so with further ado, in this case, uh, I want to turn things over to, to Mr. Reginald Kuzak. Oh, thank you, Scooter. Uh, it's so good to be here with everybody. I'm Red, you can call me Reggie Kuzak. Uh, just don't call me Bo Bacon. I mean, or Bo Bacon, feel free to call me. Uh, so, I'm Reginald Kuzak of the Kuzaks. Uh, many, many other Kuzaks you, you may be familiar with, uh, but mostly be my siblings. And we've been designing for whole. So, welcome to our v- virtual showroom here. I'm so glad to have you here. Scooter also forgot to set up one more part of the episode. So, after I introduce myself, I'll set up that part of the episode and then we'll move on. So we here at the, uh, at, at the Kuzaks, you know, we run shops like, uh, virtually enrobed or I forgot the name of that shop. We don't have it anymore. Believe it or not, Morpheus loved our shop so much, uh, uh, that Morpheus took over. Then my, you know, we did have the famous, uh, skincare line that my sister ran, And that one, of course, was acquired. uh, So Morpheus acquired our robe shop. uh, God of uh, God and Goddess of Sleep. I don't know. I think it was Athena or Venus. I don't know. Or maybe Athena, Athena Venus, that acquired our skincare line. So now we're here. We're we're start we're starting up once again, and we're starting. We've got a new bathing suit launch uh, ready to go. Bathing suits for all occasions, not just bathing, but if you should choose to bathe or swim or bathing, as uh, as Scooter's father calls it, a bathing suit, Uh, we'll be providing, providing all those. Or you say, I just like to wear one. Oh, that's another thing about Scooter you might not, or maybe you do know it if you listen to this podcast a lot. And Scooter's life goals, and he doesn't actually even know this all the time. But his ideal goal is to live, uh, or his idea of a vacation is when you wear a swimsuit uh, from, uh, you know, you don't wear it to bed, uh, but when from when you get out of bed, or after you've had your coffee, uh, till you're ready for bed, if it's warm enough to air dry it. But Scooter doesn't like, I guess, apparently doesn't like to wear. You know, that's why he was, he talked about his favorite bathing suit doesn't have the undergarments. And I think that's because it, it doesn't, it's not as, uh, it's, so, so j- just a little thing about Scooter. He would like to just no that would be the only thing he would wear. Maybe something on his feet. Uh, that's his dream. That's his, that's the kind of lifestyle. And he's laughing now. He'd say, yeah, with a, with a Kool-Aid mustache or like, uh would be a perfect or from a popsicle. So I'm here with the Kuzak. So we're going to be talking about our new bathing suit line. And you see, Reginald, where do you at the Kuzak family get your inspiration from? And we say, well, the wider world, uh, the diversity of human experience and perspective, you know, our own lives, uh, Scooter's imagination, the healthy, well, mostly that. And uh, Fish set from the Baker's Dozen, a set of uh, 13 shows, I believe, that uh, Fish, uh, the band, did in uh, 2017, I believe. I don't have it in front of me. And maybe 2018. But a few years ago, Fish played uh, 13 shows over a span of a few weeks in New York City at the Madison Square Garden. Oh, sorry, Madison Square Garden. And they did not repeat any songs over that 13-night run. And this also was going out to Harris. Uh, Harris, we love you, buddy. So this one is for you. Uh, That's actually a fish song. That's a line in, like, a fish song. Uh, I think that's one of the ones that makes Scooter cry. Uh, but so we're, we, we, because Scooter says, well, I need some randomness. You can't just give me bathing suits designed with the finest materials and the finest construction and, you know, visionary, a combined family career of thousands of years in the garment industry, uh, like our friends, Ann and Michael, who this episode's also going out to, uh, who are we're who who sending this straight you know straight up to Harris and then straight out uh, across the country to Ann and Michael uh but so where was i so the, the so that's the scooter said there has to be some randomness we can't just you can't just straightforwardly talk about bathing suits he he said uh, he was explaining to me the great scooter method which means basically if you want to understand what it's like to hear that you just loosen your jaw let some drool pool behind your back teeth, unfocus your eyes, and you drift away, and then come back and say, "Oh, okay, Scooter. Sure, I'll just uh, just give me the random things, and we'll build it from there." And so we're ready to start. And you may be starting, and you say, "Well, I'm looking for a bathing suit uh, that makes me feel good." Uh, but that may, you know, that maybe reflects uh, some of my hobbies, uh, but also kind of gives me some confidence and, you know, makes me feel really good. And I'd say, we've got you covered this next one. Now, now, again, I guess before I go off, uh, you know, we make bathing suits, uh, or swimsuits for everyone. So wherever you are, uh, we make one for you. And we do believe in, uh, you know, making uh, bathing suits and clothing and different products for people that make you feel good about you. We know there's a history of that not happening. We're all human. It comes up at times. You know, that's why that's a time when you feel like you lost your bathing suits. So we want you to love you, treasure you, accept you. Maybe you just start with that. You say, well, you know, but it, we really want you to, uh, Hold yourself closely like you were a tiny dancer, uh, you know, and not worry about the headlights on the highway. They can be too bright. Uh, so with that in mind, you say, well, what is the 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 constructionist? We say, well, we personally will, these are the conceptual swimsuits here in you and your mind. Or the L E W K. You're putting that together for yourself, and then we will deliver on that concepts. But we do know that there are some of you that enjoy jarring. We know that there are some of you that enjoy canning, and uh, and, and and preserving. Uh, honey, we we know there's those of you that enjoy uh, making the most of the bounty of sweet Mother Earth. And there's others of you that have a little Winnie the Pooh in you and you enjoy, uh, consuming the, the, the bounties, you know, jars, jellies, jams, honeys, or maybe it's a pickling, or maybe it's just a, you know, a vegetable that's uh, been stored, uh, you know, and you're having it out of season, you know, like, uh, and maybe you feel like pickled beet and you say, not only do I feel like I lost my bathing suit right now, I feel like pickled beet, uh, And I'd say, like, you taste like—actually, pickled beets don't taste like dirt. You know, regular beet does, as Scooter does say. can taste the dirt in that beet because that's exactly what it tastes like. And I'd say, Scooter, I think you have a a, a, a tongue that's sensitive to goat milk and beets. Uh, But a pickled beet does not taste—it has a hint of the sweet, sweet earth. And so, in that method, I want you to picture the color of a sweet, sweet pickled beet. Maybe not so sweet, though. You'd say, well, I prefer my pickling on the non... i say, okay, just that color. Is it ruby? Is it purple? Is it maroon? It's color that draws you in. But also, you're peering at the beet through a liquid and through a jar. And that is the swimsuit we present to you sample in a jar. When we put this swimsuit on your body, not only will the colors of the rich, rich beets be reflecting the highlights and tones of your skin, but we will put it with a fit. Now, this isn't a tight fit, uh, but it's a fit that preserves you as you. And we want you, when you're, you know, sashaying about to say, whoa, look at that sample in a jar. Uh, and it's a reach, you say. Well, at first you would say, well, what's that, co- what's that thing called? It can't tell if it's purple or a deep red. And I'd say, oh, no, no, no. You're only looking at the surface. You need to understand the whole thing. The reason that person's walking with such confidence and self-love is their heart may be the same color too. Their heart's connected to those shades of beats uh, As they shake it, they feel like a sample in a jar. And we continue on this, this summery spring theme, because, you know, that is not always when you're wearing a bathing suit, but it is... Uh you know times when you're wearing a bathing suit, and of course, the energy of a bathing suit uh as scooter talked about in the past goes you know there is an energy to bathing suits uh that goes beyond just, just swimming, and we wanna uh you know subtextually keep that energy there without going there too deeply. But we also make our, our, our bathing suits uh, for, for everyone. Uh, this doesn't have to do with cut or fit. It has to do with uh, the spirit uh, that we're looking. Our suits bring out the bathing suit within you, obviously. And so our next bathing suit is titled, well, let me give you some more details. Uh. Now, our bathing suits don't always come scented, and this one actually doesn't come scented, but it does will will trigger some scents in you, the the scent of fresh-cut grass. And I don't know if you've ever looked at fresh-cut grass uh, when the humidity is at a level so the fresh-cut grass is moist, and you're looking at it from 30 or 40 yards away. The air is heady with that grass scent. You could hear the buzzing of beings in the air. I don't know what kind of beings are. Cacadias or or, or flying things or frogs or, or toads. I don't know. But you know that moment. The air, the moisture in the air is kissing your skin. Your ears are buzzing with the sound. And the grass is filling your nostrils. And there's a green there, and it's a rich green, and it's shades of green that you're seeing as you look at that fresh-cut grass. And so that is the color of the suit. It's, it's, It's a beautiful, beautiful shades of green And again, there's clumps of grass and there's moist grass. And so this isn't just one shade of green and it isn't a consistent shade. You could see the puckering and the stitching of the fabric we've used. It does have a bit of webbing look to it. It is one of those uh, super fabrics or whatever they're called. Very, very good for swimsuits. But again, I'm more concentrating in this episode. Uh, But it does give you a sense of layers of layers of grass. For grass is not just one plain bolt of uh, fabric. It's tactile. It has touch and it has uh, something to it. Uh, Layers, you might say. But there's also a feeling when you put on this suit, uh, and that's where the title comes from. Now, maybe a feeling you're projecting inward, or maybe a feeling you're projecting outward. As in, hello, you may be looking in the mirror and saying to yourself, "Hello," or you may be looking across and saying, "Hello," or you could be the one doing this, and that is why we call this suit Lawn Boy. And so you could be just trying to raise that spirit of the boy who just mowed the lawn. You know, you're doing a favor, you're getting some work in, you're sweating before your swim. But oh, no, 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 we don't just stop there. You know, you could go on wherever you want. And we only call it lawn boy because that is what we were presented with by Scooter, but it could be lawn anyone. Uh I think you understand why we just use that term, Uh, because it's the name of the song. But uh, it also captures that spirit of a fresh-cut lawn. Anyone could cut the lawn, and anyone could wear something that represents not just cut grass, but an experience and so much more. And that is a suit we call Lawn Boy. Now, next up is a suit and a set of suits in some cases, uh, depending. This is an optional thing. Uh, but a lot of times uh, you say to yourself, okay, well, I have my swimsuit. I have my favorite swimsuit. Uh, but you also have people that come to, to, to wherever you are, and you might be swimming, and they come unprepared, Right. Uh, So we also, this, this is one of our suits that comes with a backup suit that you could have for a guest. And believe it or not, so I'll tell you about the guest suit first. It's very flexible. It can be worn by anyone. Yeah, so this is a very flexible suit and many different ways to adjust it. But it starts with a short, but within the waistband of the short is a top that you could take out, a, a swim shirt or whatever you wish to call it, uh, so that anyone could wear it. Um, it's all things, and then it's made with, uh, you know, copper and silver fibers. So you say, well, no, no, this suit is... Uh, you could wear, not only did we clean it uh, since uh, anyone used it before you, it's uh, made from, uh, but we have there's platinum and gold probably, but we haven't launched this again. So you say, well, this is the cleanest suit you'll ever wear. So that's your guest suit, and you just have it as a backup. Maybe it just gives you peace of mind knowing if anyone comes, you have a swimsuit for them. But again, this is more about the suit inside of you. And again, it's a counter to the feeling of losing your swimsuit in those times you feel that way. This suit will fit you like it knows you because it's been designed to be that way. And again, we've looked for fabrics uh, that both feel comfortable, have some airflow, you know, help with you loving you, uh, uh, and this we we have a kind of. Now, this is a, this suit does have a couple layers to it, but they're very thin layers. Uh, but we want it to be very very comfortable. So this suit could be good for swimming, but it could also be good for sitting around. And despite the multiple layers, it will dry very quickly. All our suits are are, are made to dry very quickly. Because we think, okay, if Scooter, if we're going to be working with Scooter, he wants a suit that dries quickly so that he could wear it all day long and not say, well, the suit still feels wet. It's driving me up a wall. Now I got to change out of it. So that would defeat the purpose of making a swimsuit for Scooter. You know, this is an idealized, We're we're, we're now this is another thing I've learned from Scooter, actually, not to go on a tangent. Uh, but to uh, to strive beyond what you're capable of. Scooter says, you know, with his show, uh, with Sleep With Me, he's not just striving to put people to sleep. That's the goal of the show. He's striving to delight them and to carry them off into dreamland with a smile on their face, with comfort within them. And he says, if that's what I'm striving for, even if I don't get there, I'm doing pretty darn good. And so that's what we're striving for with our suits as well. In this suit in particular. So it feels good. It looks good. Now, you, it is a very stylish and simple color. A color that, uh, you know, matches almost everything. And, and, and you'd say, well, is, that, is it a black or is it a midnight? And I'd say, well... Scooter loves to use the term matte black, so we're calling this, you know, you could say the color of this suit is matte black. Also, Scooter was joking about inventing a detective named Matt Gumball. Uh, Hopefully he'll remember that. Um, uh, But this is when you have this suit on and when you have the backup suit for your guest and your guest comes to the house, whether they need a suit or not, When they see this suit on you, and they see how you feel wearing this suit, they are going to say to you, My friend, my friend. Uh, And that's just what we're calling the suit. My friend, my friend. Oh, wow. Do you look like you feel good? And that is that suit. Now, our next suit, you know, it's a modern day, and it's a day of devices and device usage and of controversy in the swimsuit-making business uh, because you say, do swimsuits need pockets or not? And how do we as creators of swimsuits deal with the fact that, of course, you're going to want your device, at least your main device, with you at most times but not every device it can get wet or even damp or even, you know, touch the water. So how do we empower that uh, without, you know, we, we've, we've been really thinking about this. You say, well, because should we just remove all pockets? But then what do you do? Where do you put it? In your waistband? And then you got to put it out and you put it in the sun. Your phone gets too warm or your device. It can also be hard to see. Yeah, uh, and you say, okay, well, we, well what are, what's our responsibility to our users? Uh, we don't want their phones getting wet. Um, and we, we there are so many iterations of this uh, suit. Uh, that uh, we like, uh, we, we like, we just uh, we we, we it was we worked very hard, but we wanted a suit where you could put your device. Maybe you could put your wallet or some money for ice cream cone. Or you could even put other things that you're looking to, you, you know, hold on. You know, there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast that know the time where they are is for 4.20. And we we respect those listeners that say, well, you know, this sun's got a blaze, man. And so we want to be ready. for. We know that they need uh, sw- swimsuits, too. And so for all of them, now, this suit is also colored in a green, but it's not a grassy green. Well, you'd say, well, it's a different kind of grass green. It's a much richer, deeper green, earthy, uh, with some browns and some rusty oranges all mixed in. And you see, wow, there's even some reds in there. And yes, we've got a pattern on there. Uh, You see, well, that's a very hypnotic pattern, but very earthy. And then within this suit, you know, we've worked very hard to create a superstructure so that if you have a phone or larger phone in your pocket, one, it won't feel like it's there. Uh, That was complicated because we wanted something that would hug it against your body in a way that does it so that it's against your body uh, so it's not shaking around, but it doesn't feel like you say, "Well, that phone's stuck to my body, so it almost feels like it's a part of your body. I don't know if you've had that experience, but you know like when you wear wear a backpacking backpack and it's resting on your hips, and so we've designed that, and then we've put it in we've put it in a zippered waterproof uh, container, so you just put your phone in that pocket, you zip it up in it, whatever your phone you could have a flip phone in there. And it'll be fine. And, you know, there's a lot of nanotechnology going into that. And uh, we're pretty confident. We're very confident in that. And then there's another smaller pocket on the other side uh, where you could put a phone or another device or a bag or some uh, money, uh, whatever it is uh, that you need to keep dry. I wouldn't put s'mores materials in there, but if you're getting ready to have, you know, make s'mores, you could put that in there. And we're calling this suit stash, Uh, obviously. It's clearly that. Now, our next suit, oh, boy, am I proud of this one. Because I said, Scooter said, uh, you know, what he wanted to be called. And, you know, for these suits, like I said, it's, it's more about what's inside than what's outside but one of the ways we do that here at the coos you know the the happily enrobed i guess we could still call our business that we didn't sell uh, you know you're still happily enrobed when you're swimming in a swimsuit so let's agree to uh to call it that yeah but so this suit we wanted something that was a blue but not a sky blue and not a naval blue uh, but a blue, a summer blue, like an, eye you know, this, when you look at it, like a, a ocean from the sky and it has a turquoise that, uh, that makes you feel something. That's the color of this suit. You say, "Whoa, where, where in the world is that? I need to go there and get in that water. Well, you'll be getting in the water in this suit. So that's part one of the suit. But part two is how do you feel when you're inside it? And in the fabrics in the design is made to feel. Now, now, you have to be a stretch, but I want you to think about uh, the great Carol Burnett. And if you don't know who Carol Burnett is, I want you to rent the movie Annie. The original Annie or the second, the Annie with Carol Burnett in it. And also watch the Carol Burnett show. Do yourself a favor. It'll change your life. But I want you to think about Carol Burnett in a bathtub of bathtub gin. And how she would feel if she wasn't, you know, she wasn't, if she was just the Carol Burnett from the movie Annie in a bathtub of bathtub gin. Without any of the hassles she was dealing with in the movie. Without all the responsibilities. How would she feel? She would feel free for the time being. You know, she would feel, she would, all her pores would clearly be open in a good Now, this is an imaginary practice, so you don't say, well, realistically, uh, Reginald. I'd say, hold the phone. I want you to think about being the spirit of Carol Burnett in a bathtub of bathtub gin. Oh, boy, would you feel good. Because you would be her. You would be cracking people up and cracking jokes, making yourself laugh, and singing songs. So that is a bathtub gin. Now, Scooters told me we're now on the speed round because when it's so many de- so much depth. Uh, so the next uh, suit we had, you, you, of course, you can't have a bathing suit. Uh, you can't have a swimming in the feel of summer without the sunsets. And of course, we wanted to capture those colors in a suit, uh, those late uh, or late day, early evening colors, the uh, complexities. And we've used a, a, a variety of materials so that where you're looking at the suit, whether you're looking at it from above or below or the left or the right or straight on, you're getting different shades of purples and oranges and yellows and whites and blacks, even some blues, Uh, just like you're watching the sun transitioning across the horizon. You know, when you're really soaking it in, and then the feel of the suit is a feel of what will someone will say when they see you in this suit, which we're calling Fuego. So that is a, the next suit. The suit after that uh, is a suit that we wanted to just represent comfort in comfortable materials. In something a little more casual, like let's say you were being in a, you were in a drum circle or you had to run out uh, and you said, well, I don't want anything. You know, I'm not, I don't need these fancy suits, Reginald. I want a down home swimsuit uh, that makes me feel fancy, like deep down, but, you know, not present myself as fancy, even in the front of my mind, that confidence Without, you know, I don't need prestige. And I'd say, well, we got a simple suit for you. We're calling it Thread. And it feels good. It looks good. It ha- Again, it actually has a, a very similar pockets to Stash. Uh, so that if you have to go out to the, you know, you're running around or whatever, you have that. And that is Thread. Uh, Now we're having a little fun with our next suit, because we wanted something that uh, you could wear to a birthday party or wear around children that would make them laugh. Uh, uh, This is something a little bit like less straightforward and uh, that's bright and vibrant, that has swirls and a little bit abstract patterns uh, built into it. But also a suit that makes you feel like you're having fun, or feel like you have permission to have fun. And when you see these bright colors in this suit uh, in the mirror, you'll say that. And I say, well, what do I, what am I feeling when, when I, uh, like, w- like, what kind of fun am I having? And I say, well, this is the kind of fun you have on vacation. Uh, and you say, you could take it all the way to the title of this suit. Is how you'll feel when you're in it, cross-eyed and painless. Now we have another suit for our friends that say, you know, this swimsuit's just got a blaze, man. I'm here, and I'm it's a time, and I'm here to chill, or you know, not you know, keep the chill and chillaxing. And we say, well, we want something that. Uh, what about if you had to put something in your way? You know, you say, well, I don't live in one of those states. Uh, I still need to keep things dry. Like maybe your wallet, maybe some, maybe pick some dandelions that you want to keep dry uh, for later for pressing or whatever. Uh, But you don't want to have to worry about it when you're out and about. Well, this uh, suit's called Makasupa Policeman, uh, and it's a suit uh, that's just, uh, it actually is the color of dandelions, and you can see how it carries the different shades of the life of a dandelion the greens, the yellows, but also the powder whites, and even some of the browns. And then it has a waterproof uh, waistband, a place to dangle your stash or, or, or to put your money or your dandelions in it. Now, this suit, I don't think we could get Scooter to wear. And, you know, we normally recommend not wearing a bathing suit to bed, but some people want something that they, you know, they can wear all day long. So we've, again, taken some of these fabrics that we're able to uh, work some uh, silver and some platinum and some copper into. And, you know, we've we've looked for, for things that are both comfortable, wicking, that dry very quickly. And they have no uh, chafing at all, or you know any roughness. A very, very soft suit. Uh, so that if you were s- s- sleeping in it, uh, you know whether you're wearing a shorts version of this, or a bikini version of this, or a one piece version, or a swim shirt and a swimsuit version. However, you like your design. Uh, it would be perfect for, and you may say once you've worn it and we've seen this in the testing, my sister came back to me and said, uh, this is, this is like pajamas you could go swimming in. And I laughed and I said, oh boy, uh, you are brilliant. Uh, as we're calling this suit end of session, you know, so for the end of the day, if you fall asleep in this swimsuit, you'll be fine. And you might buy two just so you can sleep in one. And then say, well, I woke up and I'm going to go swimming. Now, the next suit is for those of you that have working vacations, like Scooter and a lot of other people out there. They may have to take their family on a vacation, but they may have to work. Uh, So, again, building on some of these successes we had with stash, with waterproof pockets, uh, very fast drying uh, but also looking for something with a little more classic look to it. Uh, uh, you say, "Well, I may have to, to, you know, I may have to be on camera." I may have, so you say, "Well, this looks like a casual, nearly like a, a business short, uh, but you know, not a little bit more." Now there might be people at golf uh, that uh, want to purchase this suit. Uh, but this is this is a suit that you could, you know, wear to the office uh, if your office allows shorts, which every office should. And we're calling that Tuesday. Very simple. But you'd say, oh, well, what about the other Tuesday? And say, yes, this is a very uh, dark, uh, uh, you know, deep. It's a purple so deep it looks black. Uh, so we, we're also, you say, well, isn't that Wednesday? And we say, thank you. Uh, and on to our next suit. Thank you. Now, Scooter is a fan of grays and those kind of colors too. And we said, okay, well, we'll find something for you, Scooter, in a deep gray uh, that has some sort, you know, different shades like rocks and granite and obsidian colors in the color of the suit. And when we think about you swimming in the suit or imagining yourself in the suit, we want you to think about one of those. You know, one of those brochure level underwater, where you go in and then you're 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 in some sort of giant area, you're you're like uh, shaded from the world. It's a bit like a utopia, and we're calling this cavern. Uh, so it's a place like you discovered. Also on the white wa- waistband, you know, for everybody, that's it says say take care of your shoes on the waistband, just for you know for giggles on our end. And now there's another suit we want to get to here. And this is a callback. And you see, and I know that, you know, when I work with Scooter, I become very close to him. And I want to get to know him because we work here. We're not making swimsuits, we don't just make them out of thread and nanofabrics and, you know, in and brilliance and, and, and then put in some cosmic energy. Oh, no, no, no. When you make suits like these, you have to work in comfort and love and depth of personality. And nostalgia is another thing that we we try to to be aware of, you know, because you could use it correctly or incorrectly in designing these things. Now, there's a place that Scooter has never ordered something from that he can remember and it was always called, it was, it, was a, it was in malls. It's still in malls sometimes. And now it's transitioned to like one of these multi places that also sells stuff for other companies. But it was before uh, smoothies and smoothie shops were popular. Uh, and uh, it was called Orange Julius. And so we've taken some of the colors from there because they had this, again, we said, well, we have like a sunset colored suit, but orange suits we are into here. And so we wanted something more with a frothy orange, maybe an orange creamsicle, you could say, uh, but this has, you see, this is a little bit light on the cream. But it has that feeling, that feeling of unknown, of something I've never tasted or tried before. And when you're in this suit, you'll say, this might be the day I'll taste it. Finally, I'm going to step outside of my, I'm so comfortable in this suit. I'm going to step outside my comfort zone. I'm going to uh, forget uh, the, the feelings that I've had when I've lost my swimsuit in the past. Uh, and that's the goal with all our suits, is to give you that kind of feeling about yourself. You deserve that feeling. it, and it is. Uh, tough to achieve and it's not always there for any of us uh, and sometimes you have to take these tiny steps uh, or, but what I want to do is imbue that uh, I guess it is like a talisman uh, uh, these suits are uh, talismans you inject with your own meaning and your own magic and you know that may mer- make mer- merely make you aware of uh, that which was already there to begin with Because, again, we've all lost our bathing suits uh, more than once or or in more than one way. And kind of right now, when I'm recording this and working with Scooter, we all kind of feel that way. And we're together in that sense, uh, separate but together. And, of course, some of us have lost a lot of bathing suits. or we feel, you say, well, I'm always, and I say, okay, yes, uh, Yes, I respect that, and that's why I work so hard at this designing and why I strive. I can never reach the pinnacles that we've set for ourselves, but I can try to get there. And, you know, this analogy to finish off is to say, well, I've lost my bathing suit in the past, Uh, but today I do feel like that sample in a jar. I do feel a little bit of that fuego, or like someone said to me, my friend, my friend. I do feel like uh, Carol Burnett in a bathtub of gin. So I am going to say hi to that person who mowed the lawn, or that person, you know, that it makes me feel, or I'm going to say hi to everybody. Or I'm going to go run through the lawn and thank the, the beings that are making those summer noises. I'm going to kiss the humidity in the air. I'm going to dance, uh, like I'm cross-eyed and painless. Uh, so I hope my suits can bring you closer to that goal. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to launch. You know, we do, of course, working with scooter things can be delayed, uh, but thank you for having me in your ears tonight, Reginald Cusack of the Cusacks, uh, friend of Bob Bob, Bob Bacon, saying good